0: This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 375. I'm beside myself on the general training letter.
1: Today, you'll learn four idioms to use in formal general training letters and on the IELTS speaking exam to get incredible vocabulary scores.
0: What's going on, Jessica? How are you feeling today? How's all that rain out in Portland? Oh, good lord. It's it's just pouring. You yeah. know what's awesome
1: though? My dog what? has a rain jacket. It's the cutest mm. thing ever.
0: That's so cute. <laughs> That's awesome. It is. It's fantastic. It's
1: necessary, man. He is huge and like trying to wipe off the rain and the mud. And, mm. you know, it's it's a lot to handle. Yeah. Does he have little boots too? Little doggy boots? No. No. Oh, but when it was snowing, I saw so many little dogs. with Like big dogs, man. Whatever. They're fine. But I saw these little dogs with the cute little booties. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Oh my god, that's so adorable. (laughs) (laughs)
0: You do see that a lot It's kind of strange Especially for our listeners Probably visiting the US May not be used to seeing That kind of level of attention Paid to to pets right? You know what Yeah And we I just
1: came across An older um, episode we did About pets And about like Oh Like the questions On the IELTS exam About pets and dogs And cats And um, saying how Like in other cultures This isn't a thing Like it is here
0: Yeah, no, that's true. That's interesting. And so when we get certain questions about culture, it's interesting that we're also looking at our own culture and the culture we're going into lots of stuff to explore there.
1: Yep. So if you, uh, so I probably there are certain cities in the states where there are like higher percentages of dogs. I feel like I feel like Portland's really in the upper like ninety oh, really? percentile <laughs> of people with dogs. Just everyone, everyone has a pet here. What about That's Boston? Awesome. It's like. It's too big of a city to really have.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, they say that New Yorkers have a lot of dogs too because they're so lonely. (laughs) Oh, Um, that's really sad. Yeah, I mean, I think here in Cambridge, I see a fair number of dogs. That would be interesting to look that up and actually, if we could get some real data on that, I have no idea how it compares. I mean, you see dogs all the time, but I have no idea, like, if I went knocking on doors, how many would have one in their house? You know. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe that's a topic for a future research project.
1: Yeah, Who knows? Maybe we have some work to do here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, you know, this could be a problem. If, uh, like, maybe you're going to a host family, maybe you're studying abroad, or maybe you got a new roommate, or whatever. Yeah. And maybe you're allergic to cats or dogs, and you don't mm. know this person has a pet. That could be a huge problem.
0: Ooh, that's a good point. That's a good point. And does this come up anywhere on the IELTS exam? Would this kind of thing come up, needing to voice our problems with our accommodations, for example? You know, funny you should ask, Lindsay, oh. because <laughs> it does.
1: Um, <laughs> um, so today, you guys, we're talking about uh general training formal letters, specifically about accommodation. But if you are an academic student, do not leave us because these these idioms yes. could be used on the speaking exam and writing task 2 because what we're talking about today are formal idioms to use so this like mm. this is really useful regardless of which test you're taking
0: so how do we know if we're taking the general the general exam how do we know whether we're going to be writing a formal or an informal letter
1: yeah. So good question. Um, it's not as hard as people think. It's really cut and dried. If you're, uh, if the, the instructions tell you that you're going to write to a friend, right? Mm-hmm. It's informal, obviously. Mm. Um, however, any person you're writing to that you do not know or okay. you only know in a professional or administrative context, right? Like mm-hmm. perhaps it's someone you've met a couple times because, um, it was a job interview or, right? something like that, then yeah, it's kinda, still mm-hmm. formal.
0: Got it. Okay, that's a good rule of thumb to, to use moving forward. I love it. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah. Um, so the tone, you guys, why this is so important, the formal, informal, um, because you're graded on your tone. If um, you're writing a letter to a friend, it's So different than writing a letter to like a, a, an authority of some sort. So that's why Mm. these idioms today are so important because they're, they can be used in formal letters, but obviously they're idioms. So they could also be used in informal speech. So these phrases are super flexible today.
0: Absolutely. Love that. Love that. Okay, cool. So, what, are, what should we do, Jessica? Should we just throw out the phrases or should we have a an example question for the letter that we're going to be writing or how can we build out the context here? So, there are a surprising number of general training
1: letter questions that are about accommodation. Mm. Um, this came up actually in our closed Facebook group for our course. And this is one of the most useful things about the Facebook group. So, um, this student posted an idiom she saw in a, in a in an example letter and she was wondering if it was formal enough and this is the time to check right you need to check with a native speaker hopefully an ielts professional um, and that's what students do in our group they're like what exactly does this word mean how could i use this is this academic um, clear up all these worries and so you don't use stuff wrong on testing yeah.
0: right and i think that's also where our culture of thinking comes in our reading you know reading the new york times Reading high level yes. newspapers where we might see the more formal idioms, maybe in yeah, the articles. Totally. Right. Yeah. And so we need that's how we, because mm-hmm. otherwise, how do we really know if an idiom is casual or formal if we haven't heard it being used or, or written? Or, ex-
1: yeah, experienced it in any way. Yeah. Exactly. So exactly. I'll link, we we did um, an episode a few weeks ago about how to use the New York Times for vocabulary. So come back to our blog, guys, IELTS.AllEarSEnglish.com. Search for 375. That's this episode, and we'll link to that vocabulary article because it's, I mean, episode because it's really useful. Okay. Yeah. Um, so an example situation you might have to write about on the test would be like you, um, you, Enrolled in a study abroad program and there's a problem with the accommodation that was given to you or, um, you went on vacation last month and the hotel was not what you were promised. So, like, could be hotel, house, study abroad. There's a lot of situations that this, that accommodation comes up for some reason. Um, yeah. so this first idiom, and this is the one our student asked about and I really like it. Um, the moment that you, um, saw the accommodation and realized it was like horrendous, another good vocabulary word, um, you could yeah. say, like, my heart sank when I saw that I was required to share my room with three other people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this is a really
1: um this is a powerful idiom because it it, yeah it really i can like i have the image in my mind of of your heart just dropping into your stomach and that's another idiom right um yeah so your heart sank it's like you just
0: suddenly became so depressed and so despondent yeah um, and it's literally a thing that happens physically right that we can feel sometimes when we get really scared we have a moment of shock we can feel something happens in our stomach heart drops kind of exactly Um, yeah Yeah. so it's literally describing what actually does happen when we get quite scared or shocked and that's why I think this one is so easy to
1: remember these like the idioms that have that are accompanied by images right that like call to mind this this picture that's the best association to remember the idiom I think Hey guys, if you are ready to increase your writing score in very real and immediate ways, check out three keys IELTS available now. Go to all earsenglish.com forward slash keys. That's all earsenglish.com forward slash K E Y S.
0: Absolutely. And we have a few, we have a few others like that, or at least one other that's a little bit like that too. The, yeah, the next one, do you want to do the next one? Mm -hmm. I love this one. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of the, the idiom. They say it's a British idiom. So I guess it's used a bit more in British English, but Mm. I want to start using it more. It's got, we say beside oneself. So I was beside myself with, with, disappointment or joy or any kind of emotion
1: yeah that's
0: that's funny that
1: they would say it was British I wouldn't
0: think yeah. so right <laughs> um yeah.
1: this you know what guys out of the four idioms we're giving you today this is the most formal for sure um it sounds fancy like Lindsay and I fancy. feel like it
0: sounds like really <laughs> smart. smart yeah that's why we both said that we want to start using it or I said yeah. I want to start using it more often when
1: totally. <laughs> <laughs> know we do so um yeah this is also a really like a, a full of of image. It's a very strong image. So um I always associate it with the uh with the noun grief. I was beside mm. myself with grief. So it's yeah. like it's just saying that you like this emotion, usually a negative emotion. No, it could be positive. You could be beside yourself yeah. with joy. I think it could be both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what it's saying is this emotion is so big. It's so strong. Like you don't even feel like yourself at that moment because this emotion yeah. has
0: just like overtaken you exactly exactly so that's somewhat kind of building an image in our in our minds as well somewhat descriptive it, very descriptive and i mean this goes towards our um our desire to be as specific
1: as possible in our writing and speaking and i think yeah. these idioms uh, go towards that right because it's really creating an image in the examiner's mind which is really strong communication and that's part of what you're graded on
0: Yes, that's huge. That's huge. So, we could talk about walking in, again, seeing that room and being beside ourselves with disappointment or with shock. (laughs) Yeah, with shock. That would be
1: perfect. Yeah. Fear, maybe. Yeah, Yeah, who knows? Just whatever situation you create. Um, Okay, this next one is really awesome as well. I think this one is really useful in speaking part one and two also. Um, Okay, so this is throwing money down the drain. So, perhaps you are staying in an an apartment that just needs so many fixes. Um, like you keep having to spend money to uh, buy a new doorknob, fix the floor. What you know, whatever. Um, the we talked about the last car that I had, and I was just mm. throwing money down the drain with that car because you're just always paying to fix this like broke, broken oh. down, whatever. Um, yeah. So this, I think this idiom is really common when you're describing problems that are presented in the general training letter or. Um, or yes. on the speaking exam.
0: Okay, so super useful. Definitely one that you guys are going to write, want to write down, right? So if you haven't done it yet, take out a pencil and a piece of paper and write these idioms yes. down for sure for sure
1: um and you know what i'm just gonna say now that i'm gonna do a youtube video next week giving you sample answers for the speaking exam with these idioms so if you're not a subscriber go to our youtube channel ielts energy tv and watch out for that because then you could see these in example speaking answers okay awesome um so the last one is also lovely it's also just a very like strong (laughs) image um saying that instead of saying you changed your mind you could mm-hmm. say i had a change of heart i like that yes
0: i love it i love it it's a it's also somewhat it sounds to me also somewhat smart again i think it's cuz these are so, sort of formal idioms so they sound a little bit elevated a little bit this intelligent is true.
1: Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Because how often, students, do you guys say, I changed my mind? I think that's a really common um, – mm. it's a really common idea that we express, right? Uh, in yeah. so many ways, in so many topics. So, instead of saying that – Elevate your speech, right? Go for that seven or higher and say, I had a change of heart. Um, I like, I really like this because I like the idea that our, um, that our hearts and our emotions influence our decisions. It's not just a mind thing, right? Right. It's like you're, you're emotional about this decision a little bit.
0: I know. Sometimes we live in too much of a conceptual world where we're ruled by our heads and we right. need to involve the heart a little bit more, <laughs> especially on the IELTS exam. <laughs> no, totally. And
1: guys, I think, um, you know, we talk a lot about being honest and I think this would fit into those situations as well, right? Um, mm-hmm. And also, if you're talking about the the dream, right, like why you are taking IELTS and the yeah. it's it's an emotional um, decision to t- to take these risks that you guys want to take. And Mm. challenge yourselves in these these ways to change your life. It's not just, it's not just in
0: the mind. It's also in the heart. So yeah, Yeah, this is important. I love that. Four super useful idioms. So, guys, make sure you go and write those down. And if you want to get other episodes that we've done where we focused on the general exam, go go back to our website, go to IELTS.allearsenglish.com and type in general in the search bar and you'll pull up a fair number of episodes here, guys. We try to address both exams as much as we can. Yes. But again, Jessica, the only major difference between the two exams is what? The, The only... Well, there are two differences two. and mm-hmm. the first one is slight the reading exam
1: is slightly easier um, mm-hmm. on the general training and the writing task one is different so yeah, which we just
0: talked about yeah so okay. task
1: one's the letter and then of course academic is about the number so that's that's the biggest difference that's really all you guys <laughs> need to prepare differently for
0: awesome but the good thing is we actually have both courses and three keys IELTS. so you yes. can choose the general or the academic when you come over and we've also added that second level the three keys personal coach now and jessica is here waiting and ready to work with you guys (laughs) yeah i've already um, spoken to
1: some students and scheduled some some classes coming up so excellent um, yeah we're just getting more dynamic as we go along more interaction more services um it's exciting
0: Lots of options to help you to meet you guys where you are and to give you what you say you want. Okay, exactly. guys? So, come on over to allersenglishcom forward slash K-E-Y-S and you can choose between the basic plan and the personal coach plan where you get that 30-minute mock, mock speaking test and you get that one hour on Skype with Jessica to discuss your writing and how to improve it, plus the feedback on the two essays. So good. So exactly. Good. Invaluable. <laughs> oh, yes. Love that. Good, Another million dollar word, too. <laughs> (laughs) All right. Very cool. All All right, right. Jessica, we'll see you back here next time. Awesome. (laughs) Sounds good. Have a good day, Lindsay. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon!